everyone. And as always, I know how to interrupt a good conversation that I should have had recorded, but I just keep missing these. Oh, <laughs> well, you know. It wasn't much. It was just I was opting to be bullied on. Like, that's really all that it was. Like, I was opting to take the whole tension away and be like, just make fun of my comment like y'all did last week. That's really all it was. Yeah. <laughs> well, you kind of stepped in it. I got to say, you stepped in it. So. You know, y'all took it and yep. ran it in the wrong direction. It was meant to go right. one way. You said when I when we're oh, old, yeah. like in 50 or something, how can you, you not take I'm that old. the wrong like, way? Okay. okay. Oh, hold on, Stephanie. I feel like I need to defend myself here in this conversation. <laughs> I know it. Me too. I'm already Let, yeah, let me help. Let me <laughs> clarify. I was talking about my husband doesn't go to Comic Cons with me. And I'm trying okay. to make it a family thing, right? Because, right. like, I'm 29, he's 27, and we have two girls that are one and two, right? So I was wow. like, I want to start going now together collectively as a family and not like when we're older, like, no, you said old. We <laughs> make right. out of the house and then we start doing it together. And that's right, when right, they right. were like, oh, hold on, hold on. <laughs> You don't even no, want no, it no, to get there right. that fast. Definitely. You don't want it to get there that yeah, fast. Getting old sucks. I'm just saying. It, I'm okay. Like, I'm okay with it, you know, but I don't want to, like, I don't, I don't know. I'm okay with yeah. getting older. Like, that's whatever. But the thing is, right. is like, I see my kids growing. Like, I can't believe yeah. I have like a two-year-old, you know, and that's where I'm like, just right. stop. So, yeah. Well, yeah. you know, it's an aging thing. You know, your body's going to age, but as long as you're young at heart, you're still good to go. Oh, yeah. That's the way to do it. We can yeah. play. We can play. I mean, how many times do it, play? Just the it's the Peter Pan syndrome. Mm -hmm. Can't yeah. control how, how tall like we are. We, I mean, yes. Yeah. I love it. We're going to get I'm old, and, and you need to like own every single one of these years. I'm telling you right now. I yes. People are like, how old are you? And some women are like, I'm not going to tell you how old I am. Hey, I earned every single one of them years. I am yeah. 49 and I earned them all. Girl, I'm I am 29 see and this, got hair. I'm not okay with it. I'm see this gray in my beard? 39, I get it. I'm in show business and now it's like, this is a rite of passage. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still yeah. You see all this gray here? here? I my dues. <laughs> really? <laughs> like, really? I'm just saying. I think I earned them all. I should have been dead multiple times. So the fact that I'm exactly. sitting here at 49, I own them. Nice. I think exactly. in a couple of years, I can play Santa Claus. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's right. You're, you don't know if it's going to get wider or not, right? Like, uh, always Trevor's looks really cool. He's yeah. like an admiral. He has like silver through here. And then yeah. his cheeks and stuff are like this copper and really? blonde. And wow. yeah, it's really pretty mm -hmm. cool. So my mom yeah. always called him the Admiral because he looks like, yeah. you know, the distinguished Admiral because he did a no shave November one year. Yeah. Yeah. It was really itchy. It didn't last for very long. Well, yeah. one thing that I do want to do is I want to send out prayers again to people in New Orleans and everybody mm -hmm. who was in path of Ida. They had major tornadoes up in Pennsylvania and mass flooding. flooding mm -hmm. That's so definitely uh, four category four. And also the military people, because I know they're the heart and soul of everything right now. Man, so yeah. they really, yeah. They're Those are the main things I wanted to get to, but do want to welcome our guest this way. I always get this backwards here. <laughs> Stephanie Nadoni, who is voice actress for Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z, or Stephanie. DBC is a lot of people. Yay, my 
my friends. Y'all are my friends now. Like I know these people. Well, we went through really? like it's, it's that um, traumatic. What's what is that? It's a traumatic experience that binds you. <laughs> we went through the trauma of Comic Conroe. <laughs> oh right, Comic Conroe. I know, but gosh, you guys made the trip and the convention so much fun. Like, I mean, coming away meeting amazing people is the best part for me. I mean, staff, vendors, uh, authors, you guys are authors. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I, this podcast, this is great. Like this, that's, that's what I enjoy most about the cons is getting out and meeting other people. Not even necessarily like, I love the fans. Like that's awesome. <laughs> but I like meeting the other guests and the other people involved in putting it mm -hmm. together and taking care of everybody. And you guys did, man. It was like, do you guys need anything? Is everybody happy? Everybody's good. All right. You know, you had your walkie talkies. You were like taking care of everybody. I was like, this is like crazy. So awesome. I know. It's Thank like I go around to the artists and vendors and y'all. Mm -hmm. I'm like, are you happy? If you're not, get yes. happy. And then we're <laughs> what can I do? To if make I'm you happy, happy, if you're happy, I'm happy. Yep. If I'm happy, we're all happy. So exactly. So let's just keep this happy thing going. Be happy. <laughs> it's infectious. <laughs> if you're not happy, get happy. Definitely. Yes. Like what's that but, song? Um, look, hey, don't worry, Andrino. Hey, yes, that's. I can't remember the artist yes. that did that song. Don't worry, be happy. But it was he made it a point to be like, if you if you're not happy, you call me and I make you happy. Yes, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. But the uh, one thing I did want to ask you is because you did get into voice acting and you did, and you are a singer, if I'm correct. You are definitely a singer yes. for one of the bands. Now I did see that you are from Nashville. Now, did that have anything to do to relate with you moving that direction, would you say? Oh, music? Actually, yes. Memphis. I'm sorry. I have to Memphis. Like, Memphis. That's okay. Hey, no worries. I did take it, make a trek to Nashville in my 20s to try to make it as a country music singer. I literally was walking the streets of Nashville. I was like 24. Had my little demo, my little packet, and like, you know, knocking on doors. Like, I had no idea what I was doing. That is definitely not the way to open doors in oh, knock on doors in Nashville, Tennessee, trying to make it as a country music singer, but they all wanted me to move there and get a, pay some serious hard dues and live there. And for years and years before they would even consider that kind of an option, but no, it, I, I mean, I think it, I think I would have pursued music and singing regardless of where I was born. I mean, I just happened to be born in Memphis, Tennessee. We did end up moving away when I was four or five to Houston. And then from then on, it was literally every year and a half or so. But I now claim Texas as my home state. I've lived here since 1988 and most of my life. So, but my roots and everything, a lot of my extended family are still in the Memphis, T Tennessee area. But I think I was yeah. going to just, I was attracted to music regardless. My my parents were both into music and um, not as careers, but we always had music. We always had a stereo. There was always music playing. And then I latched onto it before I could even talk and sing before well, you can talk, dance before you can walk. I, I love knew, Tennessee. I, I mean, I knew I was going to get into show business. I mean, I was going to find a way to be <laughs> submerged in it somehow, whether, I mean, whether I was going to be singing or teaching. I don't know. I wanted to, I wanted to sing and perform. That's, that, that, I knew that's what I'm going to do. I got Ugh. made fun of for it. The kids in school were like, how do you, I'm like, whatever, you know, I'm like, no, I'm going to do it. I'm going to be, a, I'm going to be a singer. I am. I really am. So now when you go back to the different writing. reunions, you can be like, see, I told you. Yeah, I got to, I did end up at my 10 year reunion and that was a crucial year for me because mom was fighting cancer at the time and she was only 50. Well, I guess she had just turned 51 and um, I went back to the city 
to the 10 year reunion in Coffeyville, Kansas, where we lived for three years. And I didn't get to graduate there, but I always wanted to, cause that's kind of where I finally felt like I was kind of fitting in from like moving around a lot. And then boom, we moved again, like in my literally the end of my junior year. So I went back to that reunion, not my Texas reunion, because those were my, like, those are the people that I spent those crucial years with, you know, eighth through mm-hmm. 11th grade. That's a big one. Mm-hmm. And, but it was the city where she got the toxic exposure, which led to her cancer and then unfortunately to her death. So 1999 was a rough year for, for me, but that's also the year that I got cast as Gohan in Dragon Ball Z. So we were able to kind of share nice. some of that. Nice. Watch it on TV, Cartoon Network. And Mom was like, Stephanie, what's the name of your character again? Is it Gonad? I'm like, no, Go Mama, it's not Gonad. <laughs> it's hilarious, y'all. Mm. Funny, funny, sweet. I love my mama. But yeah, so that's kind of how it all came together. But I was singing already. Like I, I was already singing in a show band. In fact, it's our 50th year. The reunion is, is this month, like in Dallas. There's one in New Orleans and there's one in Dallas. The band originated in 1971 on Bourbon Street. So uh, a lot of friends and extended family friends through Vince Vance and the Valiants uh, are in that region, being that that's where the band originated. And, you know, as a, as a band, a touring show band, we were constantly in New Orleans for Mardi Gras, for all of the opening up for you know the big names Huey Lewis Vanessa Williams Casey and the Sunshine Band um gosh it was just Harry Connick mm-hmm. I could go on and on I've got photo albums you know I had my <laughs> camera my little Kodak <laughs> back in the day I see but now people are now people are doing that with you because they're kind of like oh it's Stephanie and then you take pictures with you yeah there's so is that ever weird does that ever feel weird to you to what have pics done? Yeah, that people them? want their pictures taken with you. Uh, I would feel weird, kind little. of self-conscious. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, especially for being a, I mean, when I was cast as as Gohan, I mean, there you don't really, nobody really sees the voice actor per se, unless they're they are at an appearance. Mm-hmm. Um, my first convention, Comic Con, in San Diego in two thousand was. Uh, San Diego Comic-Con, and I didn't even know what Comic-Cons were. I didn't know what anime was. I mean, I was just going to work, doing my job, being a voice actor, and I thought I'd be cast, if anything, as a female character, and it, it threw me for a loop that they wanted me to be a voice of a little boy. Um, but going to the convention, it, it, this was early on, and the, the fans were, well, aged from like five to teens, and they're like, well, you're not... I was there with three other voice actors that were male, male characters, and so, well, males male people they were males and so i had to prove it the whole weekend i had to do that voice like i swear go on can't you tell and they were just like i had to do the voice that they did not believe oh my gosh i mean now i think people know but i had to prove it i do remember seeing your video yeah but san diego that's a big one now that was a big one i mean it was crazy like i had no idea i mean i was like freaking out of me i mean i just did a convention with lou frigno and the, lou frigno was there and i no I way up in the 80s with uh the whole incredible hulk thing and there were star wars um i did a convention with peter mayhew chewbacca over in australia in 2002 um i was like what am i doing here with all these famous people <laughs> i'm just a voice actor you know i'm just a singer and voice actor i'm not i'm not famous like these people i'm not a celebrity but I mean, how did world, you get into it how did I get into the the voice acting? Voice acting, industry? yeah. Singing in a studio, um, 
cutting tracks for an album, original album with uh, Carl Finch of Brave Combo. He's a that's oh, a world renowned um, Grammy award winning polka band out of Denton, Texas, which is right up the street for me. And I'd been going to UNT uh, up in Denton for college, and I had kind of you know met some of the Brave Combo guys in and out of working with Vince Vance and the Valiants because we were kind of opening for each other at the festivals and the fairs and the German Fest and things like that. And so I got to know uh, Carl Finch personally and was sitting in with them. And then I uh, started being a fan of their music. And next thing you know, Carl's like, well, we want you to sing with us and record some albums with us. And so I ended up in the studio with them, working on projects with them. And we did our own studio album called The Cookies, which I'm hoping to get online soon. It, it needs to get up now that there's all this technology and we can share music and things like that. So I want to get out there. Fans are like asking me for it for years. This was like late nineties. But, um, so I was working with Carl on another project called Cyborgs, and, um, I was singing some Battlestar Galactica type vocals in the background. And that project was a Funimation project, which Funimation was around at the time. It was a little bitty baby company. Now this is big giant company, but um, I met the producer of who was already recording the the voices from the ocean dub up in Canada. And when I met uh, Barry Watson there, he's like, have you ever done any voice work? And I'm like, I, I do voices for fun. You know, I've, I've been doing funny, crazy, insane voices since I was a kid. And he said, well, here's my card, you know, when he was listening to the singing and things like that. And he, I guess he heard a quality in my voice that was uh, caught his attention. And so when the auditions came to the Dallas-Fort Worth area. I was contacted and I showed up and I was like, I'm here to audition for something <laughs> involving voices. Um, I don't know I've why I'm here, but... A lot. What do you got for me? So, yeah, I had no idea what uh, Japanese anime was. I didn't know what Dragon Ball was, Dragon Ball Z. I, there were no vo voice references. There was no mimicking. It was just straight up audition. And it was who, it was who I knew. I mean, I, I was in an industry where things were swirling around and these were not open auditions by any means. Um, to this day, I'm sure they're not um, e anymore. Um, but yeah, that's how yeah, all. It's... Yeah, and we were all kind of running around, kind of Denton, Louisville, North North Texas, North Dallas, Fort Worth area, and we kind of ran in some of the same circles. So I really met the right people at the right time by by doing my singing and by getting in the studio and recording, and that's kind of how it all started for me in the voice acting business. So what's next? What is next, next for Stephanie? What's next? <laughs> well, any more voice? That? No, no. no any more voice acting? Are you going to try to pursue any more voice acting? Are you going to be doing the mm -hmm. singing more? Which well, have you I'm, decided? I'm at a point in my life where I can make decisions. Of, I mean, I was just taking whatever work I could get my hands on. I'm a workaholic. And I was, um, my mom had just passed. And I was like having to literally rebuild my life from scratch, you know, and mm. she was a matriarch and she was my biggest fan. And she was always doing her best to uh, see to it that I could pursue acting, singing and uh, dancing, drama, baton, I mean, anything that involved performing. Um, unfortunately, my stepdad was transferred a lot. So we were kind of following him around and I couldn't, you know, go to LA or New York and be like, whatever, by Broadway. I was, I had all these aspirations as a child. I was really hoping to be a, a child performer um, and a recording artist by my teens, but that, that unfortunately didn't happen. Um, had to get me through school. And then once I hit college, you know, and I was going to, I was going to go get a degree, you know, get my backup plan in case anything didn't work out. And then I got the opportunity to join a show band. And I was like, that was it for me. Like I was addicted to show business. And once I started making money at it and 
and traveling and seeing the world and performing with this amazing show band, I was I was hooked. I I, I didn't I never went back. I thought I'd go back, but I didn't. I, st I stuck with it for you know, now we're almost thirty years into my career. So yeah, um, now I'm just I'm at a point now where I'm like you know. Yeah, I mean, I miss the voice acting. I, I'm, I'm ready to get back into it and maybe get a, uh, a different agent and get somebody um, helping me get more auditions and just kind of with the pandemic, my band Moonglass had to be put on hold. I had to kind of uh, reassess where uh, I was going to be going with my career in general and with my band members and things like that. So uh, we were forced to take the year off, whether we liked it or not, didn't we all? Yeah. I mean, we all had to kind of pretty much everybody did. Yeah, because yeah, it hurt did. with conventions. <laughs> Except the the hand sanitizer businesses, the plexiglass, they were booming. For real. And um, toilet paper for some reason. Toilet paper, paper products, yeah. Um, no, I mean, I, I just, I've just been picking up all kinds of, like right today I worked with, a, I'm mentoring a, a voice actor who is quite talented. I'm really proud of the guy. Um, he's actually producing his own show and he's a, uh, a really he's got the talent he's got the chops and now he's he's actually putting together his own show and working with some animators and now i came over and auditioned for <laughs> his show i'm so over the moon for this guy i'm like he's got his own website he's i'm like hell you're halfway there dude you've got this it's yeah. just a matter of timing and getting the right funding and and um he does several voices on his own show and he's really that good like he's he's and he has a concept he's going to be writing scripts so uh, I'm working on that, and then um, I'm teaching music and vocals to kids. Uh, well, actually, all the way up into their 40s. Anybody that wants to take voice lessons, so that's been a whole new avenue for me is teaching voice. I mean, I've, I've been doing it my whole life, but to actually jump back and realize how to teach it has been like a whole ball, different ball of wax. I mean, so you, that's you know. a whole nother level because there's yeah. stuff that I can do, but to do it and to teach it and are like two completely it. different. Yeah. Something that's just innate, something that's just second nature for me that, you know, I've been doing since I was what, two, three. Um, so, I mean, I can't teach somebody to have talent. I can't teach somebody to have a good ear, like to listen to chords and structures and, and notes. And it's something that it's always easier to teach someone who uh, already has that, but, I'm I'm open book. I mean, I'm like if they if they want to pursue it, then they book me and I'm I'm there. I'll I'll I will be there to help encourage and guide them to the best of my ability. And then it's kind of up to them to 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 go go out and either get further lessons or um, find a way to showcase their talent through talent shows and things like that. But I can definitely do my part and helping encourage them and make it fun and exciting and give them a nice escape, which was for me, my whole life is music's been my escape. It's been my therapy. That and laughter, uh, right? <laughs> laughter is always a good thing. Mm -hmm. uh, and within fans, we were able to do all of that. Gotta, gotta enjoy kids. life. So yeah. out of all of your career, which you said has spanned between 30 years, I think you said 30 ish years. Yeah. I, I started uh, when I was a fetus. Yep. Mm -hmm. just, just <laughs> so then you're right at 30 years then. Okay. She's so only she's right. only plenty nine. Yes. 32 and a half. No. <laughs> that's the so big So in your 30-ish years in the, your career, is there one moment that stood out to you? Oh my gosh, there's been so many. Um like what's your funniest moment once your, you know, saddest moment, what's your proudest moment, that sort of stuff? 
Oh my gosh. Well, with the singing, um, performing at the Superdome with thousands and thousands of people in the audience, um, that would that be huge. <laughs> yeah. I mean, with the big names, right? Like, I mean, I grew up with disco. Like, I was meeting KC and KC and the Sunshine Band, you know, Huey Lewis. This is like, wow. Mm -hmm. I'm so um, jealous. Oh my gosh. That oh, I had my camera every I mean, I've got like I said, I have photo albums. Okay. You didn't have cell phones back then or digital yeah. cameras. Yeah, you had to like stuff. pray you got the picture correct <laughs> on like three yes. or four shots because you wouldn't know until you developed the film. Which is right, gonna exactly. take about three no, months. You had to wait. <laughs> you had to wait several days and then when they had one hour mm. hour processing, it was like, Oh my god, oh my god. And people were like, Well, you just took the picture. I know, but I want to see how it turns out. Like now yeah. you can do this. I this, need to know this, if my this. finger's in the way or <laughs> I forgot the oh, lens yeah. cap was on, you know, you never know. And that moment's gone. Yeah. I know. And it's like, now it's like, gosh, so many opportunities to capture moments. And it's like, sometimes people don't want to be, don't take me, <laughs> don't take that picture. Yeah. So but it's yeah. like, come on. Yeah. I have video camera. I have a video camera too that I carried around with me and kind of started a trend with the with the band. And then next thing you know, the other girls and the three girl singers, we had a trio of singers and they would buy then they went and bought their cameras. And I'm like, we have got to get this footage put into a video and get it online. Cause this is like us doing, I mean, you know, a lot of the stuff was was not we were doing live shows like four to seven days a week and we were on the go, we were working, we didn't have time to really record much of that so now it's so easy you're just like turn on your camera or hand it to somebody and like your, yeah and your phone your camera phone is actually a lot crisper than some of the more higher yeah, quality cameras <laughs> no we had the 35 millimeter that's i've got cameras in here from like 1920 up here uh, yeah we have some here there but i think cj actually caught a video of you at comic conroe I did oh, you want me to show it even practice y'all seriously <laughs> let me see let me I pull mean, it up oh no I oh yeah I, I know but it was fun here I didn't it know was fun. Is it green cj green T i'm sorry there you go we have this business it's hard to hear oh i can hear it <laughs> I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Yeah. Oh, he was yeah, fun. Had that up too. and ready. That when that was just like a priceless moment. I just was like, okay, there's You're a like, camera. I'm I by DC Glenn, and I'm just. She's like, I'm by DC Glenn, and then she starts doing. I'm like, wait, wait, do it again, do it again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know. I've just been, I've been on stage performing for so long. It's this where I'm comfortable. Mm -hmm. I want to, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, if somebody wanted me to like write a speech and like stand up in front of people and like, like I remember being in communications in college and I was just like, can I like write a song and then sing it? <laughs> like, cause <laughs> I didn't want to, I wasn't comfortable just talking standing up there and talking. Man, so if there was now, one person that you would want to meet that you've always wanted to meet but haven't had the opportunity to meet, who would that be? Donna Summer. Oh, wow. I did get oh, to wow. see her. I was in the second row. I finally got to see Donna. Like, I literally was like, and to this day, Donna Summer to me hangs the moon. Like, I learned how to sing from listening to her albums over and oh all of them every single one i could get my hands on that was my world was donna summer 
and Neil Diamond. My mom was a Neil Diamond person and my dad was into disco. So I, 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 I did not get to meet her. I dreamed about it my whole life. And then she passed away in 2012, like right, I think it was right before my birthday. Mm. And I could, I mean, I was in mourning. I had to work. I had to sing that morning and that night with a different band. And I was just, I was wearing all black and I was just like, oh, <laughs> but um, there are those yeah. artists. I mean, when Robin Williams died, my heart just broke. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so it's like there, there's always that that one. He was my top. Uh, like I had my top five. He was like my top one. He yeah. was my number one. And yeah. talk about voice actor. He was like probably the first one ever. He was amazing. In yeah. So many, so much was... talent. And he, yeah. But you know, and I think that there, you know, I think it brought a. I think in general it brings an attention to mental illness in general. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. people are walking around even that don't even realize they have an, a mental illness. It's not something you can visually see. And so mm-hmm. my heart's huge for mental health, health awareness, that and um, bullying people that have gotten bullied. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's rampant in any and all professions. And so I, I'm a big crusader for people that get picked on and bullied. And Yeah. I mean, it doesn't cost anything to be nice. It doesn't cost, especially to like cashiers in the grocery store who inevitably yeah, are getting ripped up one side nice. and down the other with the whole rolls now. And so it's like, you know what? Just, hey, how are you doing? Have a good day. It's no, even there harder are. now with this pandemic. It's like every, you know, it's like people are. I'll be like, "Hey, what's going on?" <laughs> Breathe on me, for real. And then, the, mm-hmm. uh, and then those of us who are huggers, it's like torture yes. right now for us. But you know, and then there are some people, the cashiers, who are just like, "I, I swear, I walked up to one and go, you look really happy to be here.'" She was standing like this, <laughs> and she stood like that the whole time. I'm like, "Wow." Some people are just. Another day at work, another day back at the grind. Yeah. Yeah. I always always cuss out the cashier. Self checkout. Self checkout. What can I say? I know. (laughs) Anything to you, Greg, that poor machine. Oh my God. That's why you got to be like that. For real. Because yeah, yeah. it never reads the scanner when I need it to read it. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, it's almost every time you have to call a real person over there anyway. Know, yeah. yeah. But, Hang on. Uh, help is on the way. Yeah. yeah. What bothers me is like, you know, I have that card where you just have to tap the screen because, you know, it's just so inconvenient for me to actually swipe my card for whatever reason. <laughs> and then the thing like doesn't work half the time. Or like you think you're supposed to put it like over the picture where like you're supposed to. They're like, no, it goes on the screen. So then I touch the screen and then it does nothing. I'm like, oh, screw it. That's a new level of laziness. I know. I don't want to swipe the card. I just want to touch I it. <laughs> I was just right. saying, I have a well, feature where, like, at gas pumps, yes. where I can just like tap it. So lovely. It works so easy there. To spend money. Ding, yeah, ding, but ding. every, I know. See, that's the bad thing, too. It's just like, oh, it's just a tap away. Take my money. You know, like the cupcake lady. That's what happened there. It's just like, <laughs> you know? So it's yeah. like, oh, my goodness. Oh, I can't handle it. I just. Yes, we were, Amy and I were at Galveston Island Esports Summit, and they had a lady there selling cupcakes. <laughs> Oh, oh my God. God. They weren't just cupcakes, though, Stephanie. They, they were... had different flavors every day, and I bought damn near every flavor every day. That's my just... thing. That's my thing now is sugar. Yes. Sugar and coffee drinks with lots and lots of cream and ice I cream. Will That's my thing right now. Man. tell you, oh. I am on day three of no soda, no caffeine. Oh, we're not allowed to talk sugar. I forgot. We can't yes. talk 
sugar. Nobody <laughs> has been killed yet. <laughs> Nobody has been much. killed yet, but I'm known as a literary assassin. So the right person crosses me, I know how to hide the body. <laughs> Frank, I'm, dr like, I'm drinking Frank coffee daily. I was already on cup. I was already on cup five at saying. 10 a.m. <laughs> that was directed at Craig. I'm just saying. That's because yeah. I'm getting booted no. off at the end. So it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> I'm right behind you. As soon as this hot weather cuts it out, I mean, we're going to start walking and riding the bikes. And I, that sounds like an excuse, but really, we've been super busy. But that's the thing is no sodas. I, I thankfully got off the of sodas a long time ago. But Dan, my right-hand man, is off of the sodas. And now we're, like, watching what we eat, when we eat. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Time to move more, eat less, blah, 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 blah. Well, right? I don't like the taste of coffee. So mine was always oh. bean free caffeine. Yes, no. Let it, it drown it in milk and creamer. I That's trust I me, I, I can still either. taste it. It's kind of like tea. If it to yeah. me, tea tastes like dirt and coffee tastes like mud. So it's like if I can't right. taste either one of them, then I'll drink it. But chances are, yeah. I can probably still taste it because I'm not sensitive uh, yeah. to it. So I, I add just, coffee to my creamer, basically. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> That's what I, I do. Not, I, and it has to be, yeah, yeah, it has to be like a pumpkin yeah. spice or a gingerbread yeah, yeah. or something like White that. White chocolate mocha. That's what got me started. I was like, this is coffee? This is a freaking milkshake. This is not coffee. <laughs> I, I call them hot chocolates. They, That's yeah, basically what really... they are, hot chocolates. Amy, what's Red. your vice? Which one's yours? Huh? No, I don't feel like that's fair because I keep Starbucks in business in my small town. So I'm just yeah. throwing it out there. I mean, it depends on the time of year. So summertime, usually they have the s'mores frappuccino and that's like my go-to. And then the holidays, the chestnut praline latte, but you can't get a small, you got to get a vente. And then if it's super hot outside, but I have not had my coffee, it's an upside down caramel macchiato. But yeah. if it's after two, then it's a strawberry acai with lemonade, right? I can't just okay. give myself one. My kid's got to have one, too. It's a whole shebang. Right. I'm a gold right. member there, and I get enough points to get free cuts. And I'm not talking the free drinks. I'm talking about their venti cups that are reusable. I'm just throwing it. I don't. Yeah. You, I don't you shouldn't have asked. You opened up Pandora's box. <laughs> no, I know. So, do you take stock? Do gonna... you have stock in Starbucks, at least? I will <laughs> never <laughs> tell. I will never tell. I'm sitting in line behind her yeah. saying, all I wanted was a straight black coffee. Yeah, he did. Like <laughs> I'm like, you want a mocha? You don't want like something like, you know, like you want like a little yeah. oh. I want a mocha. And I'm like, okay, you want one pump, two pump? You want to add some extras? What's going on here? He's like, give me, yeah. shut up and give me my mocha. Shut your mouth. Coffee. <laughs> Man, nobody drank coffee at when we were growing up, that was just not in no, but none of my friends all through all through our twenties, none of us were drinking co coffee. Yeah, like, I do like the I said, bean, if you put yeah, if you I, make it into a milkshake and there's a little bit of coffee. In yeah. It. <laughs> That's I, just, I, like I do bean free caffeine. It, you know, I'm all for that. But, I, I'm but. I need to try that now. That I didn't even realize that existed. We have yes, so many so, choices. Yes. So <laughs> now I'm completely off, like I said, for three days now. My husband is still alive. He's being a sweetheart, being very patient with me. My cat and my dog are still alive, but you know, yeah. anybody who crosses me the wrong way may be finding themselves in trouble. They're yeah. sleeping in the closet. Oh, <laughs> really? They're staying safe. <laughs> They're staying sane. <laughs> Cassie, go to your yeah. room. Cassie, go to your room. I have my own room. I have the treehouse, the office. So, you know, just take me upstairs. I wish yeah, I, I saw so I have a new website, stephanienadalton.com, that's coming out, and I should have done Yay. that years ago. Just now? I've always looked at it as like I'm kind of, I'm still 
like climbing the mountain and that I haven't arrived. Like I haven't gotten to where I really wanted to in life. Like, and, and, and I think that's why it's so important that people talk about this now is that the journey, it's like the journey. It's not like the, you're looking for, you know, you got your goal, but you've got your journey. Well, I'm starting to realize now that all this time I've been climbing and I haven't gotten where I really want to be. Like my aspirations are like ginormous. So yeah, I'm, I'm happy and I'm thankful set for high goal for yourself. the career that I have. But I mean, I've always, I want, I've always wanted, it's not that I've wanted more money. I've not wanted more fame. It's just that I've wanted to achieve more personal goals. Like, and, and also just, I mean, I really want to sit down and write music and do albums, but it's like, I have to stop what I'm doing and do it. You can't just say, well, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. I mean, you really have to like look in the mirror one day and just go, okay, if I'm going to do this, stop everything else because i'm just i find myself so distracted and i'm gonna do this and then i'm gonna do a little bit of this and and in between some of my roles and traveling i was working retail then i was waiting tables and um then i was a brand ambassador for a while and then i did uh demos and tastings and i, I did all kinds of stuff because i'm just a i gotta stay busy it's good when that's, I stay busy. that's mm -hmm. definitely so. me i have to stay good. busy because for me it. it's my fight that's uh -huh. for me your own keep him busy thing. right so i mean I, I, I like this career people talk about this career and this all these things you've done and to me i'm not i haven't achieved everything i want yet i mean i know i'm getting older but i'm not i'm not anywhere close to where i thought i would be at this age but then people would put your goku go on and i'm like that's awesome but i'm not that's not a, that's not it i mean i haven't voiced that character in 10 years Mm -hmm. I finished all of that yeah. years ago. And it's so. like you yeah. have to kind of every every year, at least once, I will go through and I'll be like, okay, what are my goals? What is my where's my target? What's my mm -hmm. five range and my ten year range? And like right. am I on the target for that or am I just flailing around? Because if you're just yeah. flailing around, you're not really focused on what you're wanting to do. Mm -hmm. And so keeping busy mm -hmm. i've got some ocd in me and my add yeah. in me so i'm able to yes. balance the two together right and it keeps me really busy because i'm mm -hmm. an author blogger podcaster and publisher and mm -hmm. so doing yeah. all of that and A keeping lot. it all balanced and juggling it's it can be insane but i do not do anything near what this chick over here does amy's <laughs> insane she like but needs caffeine yeah <laughs> Yeah. One question I, that I would not, have. I don't know. I'm just, I'm not done. Like I'm nowhere near where I, I don't know how to explain that. Like I'm extremely grateful and thankful. And like, if I get hit by a truck, it's like, wow, that was a cool life. I mean, I hate to be morbid, <laughs> but like, I'm, I'm just, in some ways I feel like I'm kind of finally taking off in a way, like, mm -hmm. cause I, I had so much dark destruction happen around me and I had to really figure out how to get my way out of some really dark places and now i am and now this whole new world of technology and is is at our fingertips and then it's a matter of learning how like i don't know what i don't know how i have a clue how you guys are doing what you're doing right now i mean i'm like <laughs> i have to have my technical advisor help me set all this up like i had just haven't learned yet you know like she put me in front of a mic yeah. or you put me on a stage i'm ready i can i know what to do innately but it's well as far as the behind the scenes thing. Yeah, everybody like, everybody no. has their gifts you know some yeah, people right. are tech people some people are front runners some people are behind the scenes some people are organizers and it's always right. like 
you always look at the person and go, oh, I wish I was like them. And it's like, no, because you're like you right. and there's no one else like you. So right. you take your gifts and then that Combine person takes with... their gifts and right. together you can both all rocket shoot up. We're like a big puzzle. We're yeah. all exactly. We're all little pieces. One gigantic mm -hmm. puzzle. And now, some one question. don't seem to fit in and some pieces fit in nicely and some pieces... Well, the ones that don't fit in, you just get them where you want them and just start pounding them down. Isn't that what we do right. with puzzle pieces? Greg, what's your question, man? What's your question? Now, the one question I have as being an author and writer, uh, you just mentioned songwriting. Mm -hmm. How difficult is it to actually put the lyrics to the music? That, to um, me, would be extremely hard. Yeah, well... For me personally, I'm a better, like I used to write poetry when I was a little girl and I kept a journal and I did a lot of writing. Like I actually considered going into journalism and doing some, some um, things with my writing, but uh, my passion for singing and music always kind of took over in that. Uh, and yeah, once I got uh, into my music with Vince Vance and the Bags and traveling and everything, I mean, we were going, going, going 250 days a year. Like we were constantly on the go, but when I did, uh, meet up with um, this lead founder of, of Brave Combo and we sat down and I mean he was writing the songs and I was singing his music but he needed the voice for his material and that that was like a a, a, a compilation of two talents different varied talents that worked together and then we were able to go into the studio and record because he had been doing that already he was a musician he could play um, accordion keyboards and bass so I learned a lot of that songwriting process through working with him. And then I was able, like my talent was early on was not just the poetry, but then taking poetry and the, the vocal talent and then changing the words to songs that already existed like Weird Al and then make them funny and then rewrite the whole song and then produce that. Mm -hmm. And so I was doing that for a while for morning show radio back in my, I don't know, mid to late twenties and um, met a lot of people in the radio industry, which was really cool. Um, and then they were hiring me for a little bit of voice work as well, but that was really fun because I could actually go home and do my work at home and make up these funny topical parodies about what's going on in the world and then take a song and, and put it together. And then they would either like it or not like it. And I would get with my musician friends and we would knock it out and produce it. And then after that, um, the writing my own stuff which ended up being novel stuff and using kids voices i did a song called kids christmas you can find that on youtube it's just kids christmas and um helped write write the lyrics and then i had to hire my musicians to actually lay down the tracks and that ended up being crawl as well and and we also did some animation themes with funimation at the time or a few years later um he was involved in producing a lot of those and changing the Japanese lyrics translated over into English. And then we corresponded with that and collaborated on some of that. And I sang some of those. And then we I, actually, I knew a lot of singers and a lot of people in the industry. So we sought out voices to be placed with these themes. And then I actually got to produce and like be behind, you know, the director's chair directing a singer and coaching them on how to sing the song and, and, capture the essence of what they have so that was like a really cool experience to be behind you know kind of be behind the scenes a little bit and see how things mm -hmm. go and that's why where i'm using utilizing a lot of that with my with my students now is like making them comfortable so that they can be and shine their light and like <laughs> kind of like be their like cheerleader like come on you can do it you know make them comfortable so they can sing or they can relax so that they can work on their craft so well, i know um, a lot of 
um, actors do that. They start off acting and then they do some of mm -hmm. the producing and then they do some of the direction yeah. sort of thing. So is that kind of the direction where you're heading or? Um, I, I'm, I'm open to that possibility. And then I think as I get older in life, I think I would be comfortable doing that. But as far as voice acting and singing, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to just, I want to be back. I want to be back on stage. I'm ready. I'm ready to put together. I mean, I've been in and out of just different bands all over the years. Um, my friend Dan and I go back to 2003 when we were in a band called the project. And then we joined forces and we were putting together a band called the high rollers for the Windstar senior breakfast. Well, that was crazy insane. Cause like we were driving up to a casino at seven in the morning when we're used to playing weddings and parties on the weekends till two in the morning, three in the morning or whatever. So we had to like flip flop our schedule, get in a car, drive an hour and a half at you know, six or seven in the morning and then perform at eight o'clock. Hey, we've had our coffee and all the seniors are there and they come in and have their free breakfast and line dance. And, we were done and home by noon. You know, it's like, what <laughs> is this? But it ended up being this crazy, insane, awesome thing. And that lasted four years. So we got to know these seniors because we were there twice a week for four years. And that was crazy. Like, that was awesome. So I want to get back into performing not only live, but also to doing some songwriting and actually cut, finally cut my album I've been wanting to do my whole life. Like, slow down, harness your energy, and do it. But like you said, like CJ, you said, you have to, you can't just do it. I mean, you have to mm -hmm. sit down and plan it. You have to have an outline. You have to have your people in place. You have to have money. You have to have funds um, to have, book the studio time. Or if you don't have your own studio, you've got to get with people that do. And then, you you know, you can kind of hand, and I know a lot of musicians, and I know a lot of amazing musicians, and I'm going to want to get them in there, but I'm going to pay them. You know, that's what mm -hmm. they do. They're that good. I'm going to pay them for their work. And so... I've been saving and saving and saving money so that I can finally do this and fund this project. And it's like, I got to do it before I. Have you started working on songs for it yet? Um, not, not yet. Like what I, what I've kind of wanted to do, especially now that I have this platform with the Dragon Ball Z and the, the anime, anime platform is a lot of the fans are wanting to hear what I've already, what I've already done. And, so I'm really wanting to, to find that material and secure it and get it up online and so that that can be accessible. And then as I have time and can make time, I'm going to start sitting back and writing. But I miss the uh, the parodies. I miss writing. I had one called Broccoli Spears. And um, <laughs> it was, you know, oh, squash and tomatoes, corn and potatoes. And it was all about eating vegetables. And it was and it ended up being... You Easter should just do one time. of those. I mean, that would probably... <laughs> I already did. It's already produced. I just have to get it online. No, but I mean like I've a done. collection of them because that yeah, would probably parody. sell pretty good. Yeah, I did it's one beautiful. for um, in, when Kelly Clarkson was the big uh, American Idol star mm -hmm. and the, her song was A Moment Like This. I wrote one about Thanksgiving turkey and it was called A Turkey Like This. Is could this be the greatest butterball? You know, and the whole song, <laughs> like the whole song, start to finish. It's about Thanksgiving dinner. Then I, that's when I sat down and wrote the kids' Christmas song. And then I'm like, oh, now we got to do one for Halloween. It's almost Halloween. So then I wrote a song about Halloween and trick-or-treating. And then I did the voices. And then my friend Carl came in and laid down the music. And these are like, I mean, they're kind of like hidden treasures. Like they're kind of masterpieces. And, and they're just, they just were never released in a yeah, wide Yeah, that's what I'm saying, though. You should do like way. one of just like that. Because people love that stuff. Like this person i can't say who it is but they would pay to hear that people pay to hear that type of stuff even davy jones when he was doing his comic he's like i mm. tried to make like the worst comic strip ever and people love it so it's like people they'll latch on i need mean laughs 
now. Yes. Especially. Well, that was really fun so because it wasn't just like, I'm a singer. I'm a voice actor. I'm a, it, it was a combination of comedy, mm -hmm. the singing ability, and then the mimicking ability of mimicking the original artist. And a lot of this material ended up going to radio morning, morning show radio uh, networks of people that sign up for that service and then tm century which was in dallas they would put together all of this stuff you know weekly and <laughs> dragon ball musical <laughs> and do like 10 15 30 seconds of each thing i mean we did one from a, a song called um i gotta get coffee i gotta get coffee i gotta 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 make it through yeah i gotta get coffee and then we did another one i gotta sit in traffic you're gonna sit in traffic and it's uh, the whole song's about that and these little like bumpers that you can hear on the radio they're funny funny stuff and so i don't know what happened there but i'm uh, i want to get back into that because that was fun like it was using a lot of talents that were just completely kind of quirky mm -hmm. being able but be able uh, to write it or take a song change the lyrics write it make it rhyme make it funny make it topical that people can relate to and then produce it and then get it out there mm -hmm. like i always called myself you know growing up i'm weird stephanie you know weird al <laughs> I can do this. I'm Polish, you know. There you I really go. Like to relate to that whole Weird Al thing because it incorporates the humor. And so, I I actually, that, you know, I, I actually guess I saw I him in concert. A singer, but really, I think what I'm best at is utilizing multiple talents like that: the singing, the comedy, the the mimic. You know, mimicking the original artist. I mean, I did one for Christina Aguilera called. She had a song called Beautiful, and I called and I wrote a whole new one called Pitiful. So the whole song is like, I am pitiful, you know, and I just wrote the whole thing that everything's just disgusting, really. And it's just silly. It's funny. It's it's lighthearted. Yeah. You know? The world needs more of that, though. Yeah. I'm That's joining forces with an, 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 a voice actor. His name is Mark Britton, and we're going to probably put together some comedy. He's been doing stand-up for like a couple decades. Like I met him way back when we first got cast in the show together and then he went off and did some other things and actually did stand up so now he's like Stephanie have you ever thought about doing stand up and I'm like no <laughs> I mean people have said I'm funny and like I think he's hilarious and we were just going back and forth at this convention at Bell County Comic Con and we were just going back and forth with these voices and we were just like whoa like we've got this chemistry and you can do that voice and I can do this voice and he can sing too like he doesn't think he can but he can and he'll mimic a singer you know and then I'm kind of like I don't know it's like we're, we're thinking about doing something with that I think I'm that'd like, be fun. I'm so not like stand-up comedian. Like I've just not done that. But like, see, I'm here's the thing, though. You actually are because if you were able to transform those songs into something that's hysterically funny, you do have comedic bones in you, and I it's just like you have to have the confidence to do it. And when oh, you yeah, can yeah. find somebody that you do connect with, uh -huh. and you have a good chemistry with, and we can laugh and kick each other, kind of like our crew here. Um, yes. You got to take it and run with it. And just right. Have fun and that's what it. I would be comfortable at is actually prep prepping for it, writing the music, learning it. Because I, I also did one call, um, you know, Pink, her big, huge first hit, I think, was Get This Party Started. Mm -hmm. And I rocked mm -hmm. that one with um, uh, Get Me to the Potty because she's like really sick <laughs> and she's been drinking too much. So the whole song, I wrote the whole song about, you know, um, I'm throwing up, so you better get the mopping bucket. I'm blowing chunks. I'm hurling. I'm, uh, You're gonna record up, these. They sound like gold. Get me to the potty, and then the whole song is about you know throwing up. You you got it. You gotta. 
you got it. It's a silly, it's, it's kind of immature. And some people are like, but that's, that's music. what people but, like to hear. I mean, if you can make somebody laugh right. by a song, I mean, come on. I mean, you have, and you have some ability to sing and you can mimic the singer. That's just, I mean, Mark and I were talking, I was like, this is just genius. Yeah. We need to do this. We need to There's get two of them. Weird Al. And then there was Cletus T. Judd mm -hmm. for the country music. Yes. And so, then who was the lady that was the actress that put out the song? Um, and she did all the characters. She did the sketch comedy. Gosh, I can't think of her. Oh, name. I know who you're talking about, Dude, but I can't characters, think. characters. And she put out a mm -hmm. song. She had a hit in like the late 80s. So. I don't know, but it kind of reminds like Carol Burnett where she keeps it's changing Carol. characters. It's yeah. like Carol Burnett, but she's in, um, um, not she's more like late 80s, early 90s anyway. I think late Tracy Allman. Allman. That's it. Steve. Thank you, Steve. Yes. <laughs> my mom and I watched Carol Burnett when I was growing up, and I I loved, loved Carol Burnett. So that was one of my definite watches every year or every night. Put, was but like you said, putting the music and the voices and the singing and the and acting it out. Yeah. On stage or in a video. I mean, if you especially if you've already got the material. I yeah, mean, I do. you need to just knock that out. I've got one about uh, Christmas returns. R E C E I P T. That's our store policy. R E C E I P T. <laughs> bring it back. Bring it to me. It's all about like the lines after Christmas. I mean, I'm putting a whole bunch of these things just really honestly for fun. So maybe I should do something with that. You do. I'm one of those people that some people will like. Amy Rose, unfortunately. That must be James. Is that, that is James. That's James yeah, Chisholm. Love um, you too, James. Love you too, man. So it's like, no, notice I didn't put his up about me. I just went and said yeah, thank you. Greg is this weird Greg, no singing, no comedy involved. Um, but I wear it. Like going with a, oh, a lot a of times people Greg. research the tar out of something and like never do it. But it's like oh, if you've already got ideas, if you've already got all the all of the material, all the components are all laying out like a bunch of Legos, yeah. and I just, and just do it. I'm one of those. I'm one of those. Just jump in with both feet, tape people. Go for it. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm going to do next is uh, with the help of Mr. Dan Bradford, bass, bass player extraordinaire. And he's now on my payroll. Hi, Dan. He's, is he have, back there? Hi, Dan. In, he, we just got home from work. Hey, Dan. Yeah, we, we've got a business thing going here. And he's like, Stephanie, you got a whole business thing. We need to sit down and you got to get your taxes done this way. And you got to have this and that and all this. You know, it's, it's not just about having a business you've got to have your ducks in a row like literally mm -hmm. like you've got to like it's like oh crap this you know i'm starting to make some kind of some serious money now what do i do now with all this and he's like you gotta get him accountant mm -hmm. and all this stuff i'm like okay well so that's where where um he can come in and help me with those business the business side of it and like i'm sending i mean i'm already sending people 1099s right now whenever we have our show band stuff i send you know i write the checks and all that and i've been a band leader so there's no reason why i can't learn how to do this kind of stuff and we are definitely going to be getting this stuff on the internet soon yeah i mean because you can sell you can funny. sell that stuff at the comic cons i promise you they will go if they're, yeah, they're well, gold like that yeah, and, they'll be gone right and i mean if there's mm -hmm. copyright stuff we'll do i mean i'll pay it whatever we got to do but i mean to get it out there and get it in their hands and mm -hmm. and see maybe some, i mean I'm, I'm always thinking of stuff like that y'all like, i'm trying virus. to fire you up i'm trying it to get you to do it there's that um can you send me 1099 <laughs> james wants to know if you can send him 1099 too <laughs> right. Okay, you're hired, buddy. You know that song when I come red, I come around. Well, I mean, I wrote one called "Viruses Go to Round," and I'm coughing, and I'm sneezing, and I'm hacking, and I'm wheezing. I mean, you just write the whole song about COVID. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, you got you got to get that stuff on. It's gold. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of conventions, what what conventions are you going to be going to next? I know you have one this weekend. I do with that, balls. With, Most of them have been Texas lately. With the whole pandemic thing, it's just I've just been kind of like creeping out slowly, <laughs> as as they're available to go to and to be a guest mm -hmm. at. So that yeah, this weekend is Wichita Falls Collectible Con. Um, and that's right here this weekend is right before Labor Day. And then after that, oh my gosh, what am I doing after that? I mean, it's that busy now. It's like, what am I doing tomorrow? I know every time I turn around, you're posting up a new, a new con and I'm just like, dang, I thought yeah. I was busy. <laughs> yeah, and then I'm also prepping for the 50th anniversary for Vince Vance and the Valiant. So I'm doing some of that and then, um, making sure I'm available. Like I had to like not go to a con that weekend so I can devote it to that. It was a big deal. 50 years with a band that I was with. 30 mm -hmm. years it's like i gotta be there and support my my fellows you know and all the valumet girls that used to be in the band it's going to be a lot it's going to be really really cool so i've got that coming up and then that's going to be the 24th in the dallas area and then he's got one in new orleans on the 19th which i may or may not be able to go to with everything that happened with the storm and with i'm not really mm -hmm. sure if i want to venture out and tackle that or not but um, and then I've got some other ones coming up in October. I've got, I just signed in with uh, Midwest Oklahoma con in an uh, outside of Oklahoma city. And that's going to be, I'm really excited because I'll get to be there with, uh, Cynthia, Cynthia Krantz and Tiffany Vollmer. And we were all cast long, long ago, you, you know, years ago, back when we Dragon Ball Z and Funimation was his little mini company. And um, we were all hired around the same time. So we're all about the same age and we kind of feel like we kind of sort of grew up together, even though we weren't like together a lot but these cons were kind of reuniting so that one's going to come up and that's the first weekend of october i'm waiting impatiently to see if i can go to indianapolis because my father's in indiana and i have not seen him uh, in literally like nine years mm. like I, my dad and my dad and mom split when i was six and we were always out of state because we were always moving and then he was moving and so to see my dad like my my papa bear is up there and he's getting older and I need to go see my daddy. So I'm hoping I get to go to Indianapolis for a con the weekend of the 15th of October. Well, James wants to know if you're Let's doing know. anything on December 4th. That is the day before my mama's birthday. I don't have anything planned, but I, I do have Del Rio. I used to live in Eagle Pass. So I'm going back to Del Rio in November. That's November 6th. I'm excited about mm -hmm. that too. And then I've got a couple of events coming in, coming up in San Antonio. Well, I know. Is it, NerdCon or NerdFest? I always get them messed up. NerdFest is, nerd nerd. is the uh, NerdFest nerd is the Facebook group. NerdCon is the convention. That's what I think. And he's that asking is December fourth. That's what he's asking oh. about. He's he's the coordinator for NerdCon. Oh, I'm gonna just fit. I finally fit right in. I'm, I, I, I didn't realize it all these years, but I'm such a nerd. No, I, I really have like had trouble fitting in to this world. And I mean, I really feel like I fit in at those conventions, like because uh, they nerd kind of is the convention. In, so. I'm a misfit. Hey, we're all <laughs> the island. We're all, all there. We're all the all island there. of misfit toys. So it's yes, nobody wants a Charlie in the box. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah. And What's not a lot of people would know what I meant by that. It's a good catch. I know. See, I was telling Dan, I'm like, we're so old now. Like, I'm, you know, almost 50 and he's. 60 something and we're just like crap what's gonna happen to all these youngsters like that we're not our the things we're saying that we yeah. learn from our parents 
are slowly fading, you know, like yeah. the pop culture mm -hmm. of what we grew up with and now the cassette tapes and all that. And like my nieces think that's crazy. They're like, oh, Stephanie, that's vintage. Those are VHS tapes. And I'm like, oh, my God, they're vintage. Like, yes, we're vintage. That now. was only 20 years ago when we were playing VHS tapes. Crap. Yes. But see, that's Don't the thing that was, we had. We can have like our own language, like our own right. handwriting, because a lot of the youngsters weren't taught cursive. So we could have like our oh, own little I code going on. Grade. We, we all have like yes. our own little inside jokes about, you yeah. know, rewinding the tape with a pencil. And... Right. Right. It's just, it's, it's, I mean, they, people get it. And, and it's, it's the yes, 20, Amy will keep the old stuff alive. 20, almost 30 somethings. Um, still kind of, I mean, I can chat with, with a 25, 30 year old and we can have a conversation and it's cool. And, but there's still some things that, the age difference is it's really starting to be <laughs> like, I sorry talk about a payphone, answering machine, cordless I phone, remember, I remember all of those things though. Phone I, book. Mean, I, I remember the phone book, I remember VHS, yeah. I remember Blockbuster yeah. and I miss um, Blockbuster. I miss Slack, and then I remember having the phone on the wall with the corded phone, you yes. know, and then like you had yeah. AOL instant messenger, you know, and you prayed that to God and you get, right? Yeah, and you're like, yep. please somebody call me while you're on like i remember all those things passing notes in class and that's how you see, used okay, to she does see i remember all of those yeah. you know it was simpler times and i look back at those sometimes now and how like everything is just literally at our fingertips and i'm like man i miss this simple times like my girls in will never have to pass notes you know so it's like i don't know it's things like that where i'm like man i wish being young again you know like i miss being yeah. little you yeah. know jump on the bike and disappear until dinner time till the yeah, you know, the yeah. I, mean, I remember all those things i'm not you know i'm not yeah playing football in the streets and yeah <laughs> streetlight comes on is when you go home yep. otherwise you're out all day your parents have no idea where you are or if you're okay if you're even alive yeah mm -hmm. i disappear for hours i like and i was not older i was like, like super young and i was fearless Six, i mean it's seven years old yeah happens mm -hmm. i'd be yeah. out, i'd be gone like miles but it's a different it's a different world like you could go yeah. play outside and you didn't have a worry in the world right and then yeah. i mean you know like you should you should have locked your doors back in the day but you didn't have to like you didn't like safe. oh but we didn't lock the doors yeah like you felt, you felt safe and now it's like i can't sleep unless my doors locked my fans going all of my like windows everything right. is it's like i need to be in fort knox you know like that's just how like you're safe cold. right yeah, so, mm. I mean, it's, I mean, I have my car stolen. You know, I just randomly, as at a Starbucks, it's been a while now. But like, people will just jump in your car and drive off. Like, you cannot just not. I mean, even when you jump in and out and get coffee and come back, you can't even do that anymore. I mean, depending on, there's a criminal element like lurking. Like, there's people that watch it's, for those opportunities. Yeah, all the time. Like, it's it's so sad. But like, I. I mean, I, I'm 29 people. I remember those things, okay? I still remember yeah. them. Right, They're right. I get ways, but I, I remember them. So, yes, right. James, I I will keep the old stuff alive. And, you know, I guess I'm keeping you alive, too, Greg. Like, I, don't know. <laughs> I, I haven't figured that part thing. out yet. <laughs> there's, like, Google, and there's, like, we're recording right now. I mean, like, there's going to be things around in this newer format for years to come and then when things change that that'll that'll change along with it yeah like when you so, say you're you have to tap your credit card well think about yeah. five, 10 years from now you just have to think about i'm gonna buy that well yeah i mean okay, but even, 
Even like, then, like if I wanted to use, like if I had an Apple phone, I could do Apple Pay or Google Pay and I could just right. hold my phone and it would do it, right? I didn't even need a card anymore. But it'll be interesting to see like in the future, because right. you know, you've already come such a long way, what yeah. is still left for us to like discover right. and do, you know? So there's so, always like, an element there. I mean, you can, yeah. there's an app for Sam's Club. You can pretty much check yourself out as you're grocery shopping. There's oh, GPS, like... I, it's yeah. kind of scary though. People can find you. Like, I mean, mm -hmm. it's good for like law enforcement and for taking safety precautions and finding mm -hmm. where people are. And yeah. only utilizing but it it's for that scary. Purpose, but like, oh yeah, I turn my location off or like an mm -hmm. app that wants to know where I'm at. I'm like, mm -hmm. like no, only when I'm using it. I want to know where I'm at, you know. But the Sam's yeah. Club thing, CJ, I know you can buy online and stuff, which is you know, great. And you like during the pandemic, that was great. You could have it in your car and everything, but there's just something about for me going into like Sam's or Costco. It's like this big warehouse and I'm yeah. like up and down the aisles and see what like nifty little things they have. And no, you can actually, up. I'm no. not talking about that. I'm talking about the fact that you take your phone as yeah. you're shopping, not mm -hmm. shopping online, shopping in the store um, and yeah. you scan it as you're going and you yeah. can check out that way. Where have there's I been? codes, y'all. Y'all, yes. you can no. scan it on your phone. And you yep. obviously pull up the menu at a restaurant. You can even, people are like, yeah. have you noticed? You guys probably know this more than I do. People walking around there, instead of handing you like a card, or yeah. they do hand you a card, they hand you something. Yeah, I was brought to you by Sam. <laughs> yeah. Boom, your website pops up. It's like. Yeah. I love that though. Like, I love the, yeah. the whole like convenience aspect of it's, it, you know? Mm -hmm. I'm still trying but, to learn Instagram though, y'all. I'm so, I'm Facebook. I'm old school. I still keep a calendar that I write in. Do you guys, okay. Okay. Do you okay. guys remember? I'm about to date myself. Here. Do you guys remember <laughs> MySpace? Yeah. Yes, yeah. That was, that I used was to spend, yeah, I used to spend hours picking my background and the music yep. and I had to like go just right, you know? And then if it yeah. did, then it's like, oh crap, I got to fix this, you know? Right. I don't know. I would change it all the time. Yes. I totally remember that. See, I remember mm -hmm. Facebook more than anything though, because with me moving around a lot, I could never establish my own roots as a kid. And mm -hmm. so Having moved around is great now because I can be a chameleon, but now I can go find all my people and they find me and it's like yeah. this reunion. Like I've got a friend in San Antonio now. We're now we're like we're almost like best friends. Like we're so different, but like we like we grew up and developed these roots together when we were very young, like seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, like crucial years that you remember. And she, all my friends were it was on the border of Mexico. All my friends were Mexican Americans, and I was like total minority, like you know, little white girl, you know. <laughs> My, that was my best friend and she says stephanie you used to sing and you used to put on concerts and i've never seen you sing now and here it is 38 years later or whatever and she's coming yeah. to town to hear hear us perform at this reunion and i'm just like this is like i'm finding kind of my roots like because i was kind of ripped away from roots right when i was trying to make and form these roots and then boom, I was yeah. See, that's, mm -hmm. that's like the intent behind social media that's why it was created and then it got you yeah. know manipulated and and torn into all these different things, right? But the whole point mm -hmm. was to bring you closer to people that you can't yes. physically be around and to bring families together all over the world. Right. I'm watching all That's my friends great. have kids and now grandkids. Holy crap. But <laughs> like, I love it though. Like, I mean, yeah. I, I have this memory. So I remember all these things that, you know, things that happened in school. I'm like, do you remember the time when you threw a desk at me because you were mad because I got the role in the play and you hated me? And like, I remember all this <laughs> stuff. Like, I laugh at it now, but. Yeah, when it really sucked. But <laughs> now I'm like, you know, 
we were kids, you know. Yeah. And I love Facebook. I mean, people are like, who cares about Facebook? And I mean, it, do what you need or do what you, I mean, I need, I need it now more for uh, my career than anything else. But yeah, social like media goes social. Yeah, I don't goes- do Twitter. I, I I never got the hashtag thing. I, I I've heard that Twitter can be kind of <laughs> that's fully, okay. fully political. So I don't need that. I've had enough. Yeah. Of well, you have to keep in mind, like you know, like fashion is a big fashion wheel, and things go out yeah. of trend. They come back, like the '90s style and stuff is coming back in play now. Mm-hmm. And so the '90s fashion. Yeah, so social media is kind of the same way. There's some that fade yeah. out, and they'll do Trends. something new, and it comes back. So I mean, it's. Trends. Pick the one that you like and, and stay on it as long as you're comfortable doing it. You know, it's yeah. not something that is like, oh, I need to go with the times and everything. Because yeah. who would thought, you know, TikTok, you know, I know we're still right. in this pandemic, but, you, you know, I don't know. Sometimes I forget that we're in this pandemic, but I'm, you know, here and have nothing yeah. better to do. But it's like, you know, no one would have thought after the pandemic, TikTok would be as big as it is. But those that balloon up really quick tend to fall really hard, mm-hmm. you know. So it's like one of those stay at the ones that are... Yeah are turtles when it comes to being around mm-hmm. they're around a long time that's the new one I'm, i've been told get on tiktok get on tiktok and i see these videos i'm like i could be doing these videos around the house and entertaining people yeah. you know that that enjoy it i mean because i'm watching people i don't even know like strangers i don't know and i don't really care really i'm just like their videos freaking hilarious little yeah. snippet videos and they're really quick yeah what a mm-hmm. concept i mean i wish we had tiktok when i was like 12 and 13. I mean, we were doing our own radio <laughs> shows. Like, yeah. We See, were, and I struggle with that. I was a youth leader for 18 years. So we were too busy watching, trying to plus re- play and record, get yeah, the songs we wanted. But <laughs> me watching off the, the radio, like literally holding my little cassette player up to a radio. <laughs> my thing is being a youth leader for 18 years, I've watched what social media has done to teens. Is it's gotten okay. bigger and bigger yeah, and bigger very, through the years? And it is yeah. not is not good because at least you know growing up in the 80s like what i did you know it's like you could go home and get away from it if you were being tortured at school but you can't do it now i mean it finds you everywhere it does Mm -hmm. i can't even imagine because i was bullied big time and um being new girl i never i just could not fit i mean i was right when i think i was fitting in and they were like getting used to me well boom i was moving again like yep i I was army brat so i get it we moved every year And so, but I mean, I, I got, I mean, people were me like they, I mean, it was bad. It was really bad. Like, but, but now I, I mean, yeah, like you said, you've got more, you, it can be, people are finding more and more ways to troll and bully people mm-hmm. through inter- the internet and making up fake profiles and people, yeah. and kids, and like you said, committing yeah. suicide and this is horrible. Well, and sometimes getting information doesn't always help, but then sometimes it does help. I know mm-hmm. with this whole issue over in Afghanistan, there's yeah. a lot, the suicide line from military has like skyrocketed. Yeah. But it's like, yeah. there are some groups on like Facebook and stuff where they can also get encouragement and help from other veterans. And so it has its mm-hmm. good and it has its bad. It's a tool. It just yeah. depends on who's using it. I think yeah. it depends on, yeah, and how you, yeah. you use it and what mm-hmm. you let in, you know, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I've also been doing social media for so many years that it's just like, right. hey, whatever, mm-hmm. send me whatever you want. I'm bad, whatever. I don't care. I'm an open yeah. book. Well, so. mm-hmm. One thing I, I like do want to add. about what people are doing, though. I'm like, <laughs> I, if I do this for a living, I'm a, I'm a performer. <clears> I'm a, I want to, I want to, I mean, these are my friends. I want to hear mm-hmm. about what they're doing. 
Yeah, definitely. I want to see pictures of their kids. I want I want that. Some people are like, I don't care about what you ate for lunch. Well, <laughs> I do because I'm looking for new recipes. I mean, I am too. I'm like, that looks amazing. What's that? Yeah, what is that? Yeah. It's one thing I, own, right? I respect yes. people's boundaries. One thing I do want to ask before we do head out, because we I know we way surpassed our time <laughs> as usual. We're good well, at that. I was gonna ask you, do we have to have a cutoff time? <laughs> <laughs> This but is fun. Where, where's know. pumpkin time? What is right. one piece of advice you give somebody that wants to pursue into voice acting or singing or both? That's I get that question a lot. Um, definitely um, practice your craft and find try to hone in on what you want to do the like the most, and then try to um, gain insight and experience. Like if you want to be a voice actor, well, the acting definitely helped me with the acting part of the voice acting. But also mimicking, recording on my little cassette player, recording yourself. Now you have it, like you said, at your fingertips, recording yourself, listen back, hone in on what you do that is you, that really is something unique about yourself. And then seek out the um, the guidance, the workshop or whatever you can do to get your sink your teeth in. And for me, I was just literally diving into anything and everything that was related to performing namely singing, but the acting, the, the musicals, the Broadway, I mean, all of that stuff ended up being what I was good at. Like people would say, well, you need to just focus on one thing. Well, what ended up happening is I had several things that I enjoyed. And then by doing them all at the same time, I was like, wow. So I would just say hone in on what it is you want to do. Like if it's just singing, get some lessons. Um, if you want to perform, if you want to be in a band, if you want to join, you know, do your own band, well then get with people that are doing it. Get with, um, um, like with the School of Rock, I'm going to be working at the School of Rock. And so this, this, this music company is a little different in the sense that these are, we're musicians that have performed live. We are, we've either played keys, drums, whatever, an instrument and or sang. And some of us are in bands or forming bands. So this one's more for people that want to do it as a career, which I think is more suitable for me personally, because I did pursue it as a career and was able to have that opportunity. So, um, just, I think getting, getting involved in as much, uh, getting around people that are doing it. Like, I mean, it depends on their age, you know, like if they're kids, you know, there's, there's music, there's theater, there's things you can do, talent shows, gosh, pom-pom, drill team, acting, drama. If you're a college student, um, uh, maybe major in it or take some classes. There's classes online. There's class, there's <laughs> workshops everywhere. Um, save your money. I, I, me saving money helped me more than you can even imagine. Like I was able to dive into my savings to really get what experience I needed. And when it's feast or famine, if you really do this for a living, it is feast or famine. I mean, like you might have gigs out the nose and then boom, there's nothing on the calendar for a month or two. And you're like, Oh my God. <laughs> so always have a, a plan, like have a backup plan. If you do want a, a, a degree, get your degree, you know, do it while you're young, but you can be diving into things and, and, and putting your hands in different pies as you are going through schooling or if you're still in high school or you know pursue a degree in musical theater i mean there's just there's no like rule book unfortunately there's not like oh this is what you do you know it's <laughs> it's gonna have to be your own path but but be open to suggestions and and arm yourself for horrifying rejection like rejection after rejection even if you are really good at what you do and if you just stick with it and you really feel like you're good at it and you are, you know, seek representation or whatever, somebody will hear you. Somebody, your role that is that you're made for is out there. It's just a matter of you being persistent and 
being patient and just working on your craft just constantly getting get get bigger and better at it get comfortable with it get in front of people go to showcases i mean there's just so many opportunities to to gain knowledge in this profession it's 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 more available than ever it's 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 it's, it's so much i can't even list it all yeah there there is definitely a lot but i do I mean, hope I, that... I got the voice acting through the singing by being in a studio recording so like if you're out and about in the industry doing something in that field you have a better chance at either getting noticed have your business card or... with you get your re start working on your resume like anything you do that uh, be an extra be an extra in a movie just watch take in be a sponge take in what's going on around you and learn from it and then put it to use and then you know channel it like you said cj you have to literally make time to do it you can't just say well i'm gonna do this one day no and, and you, you, can and there, you can research the tar out of something and never do it and, and then like, a lot of times you can stay you can be your own you can sabotage your own career because you just don't believe enough in your in yourself mm -hmm. or you're you're like you're afraid of success or yeah i mean if you you're gonna make mistakes that's just from people to understand that from the get-go you're going to make mistakes it's going to happen yeah. regardless mm -hmm. right so right. make your mistakes jump in both feet make your mistakes early learn from them and just continue to get better each and every time that you pick up pick up it. your pick yourself up and dust yourself off and go back at it i mean you're gonna you're gonna encounter like me personally i had bullies man i had people want to take me out like they did not want me to succeed and there mm -hmm. are people industry that will not want you to succeed there's going to be people that are jealous of you for whatever your energy the fact that you're nice or you have an you have an aura like we all have an aura mm -hmm. and whether you like it or not you have that energy that is exuding from you in some form or fashion and it's gonna rub people the wrong way it's just gonna happen not everybody's gonna like you no that sucks, I'm, a, right? I'm a big metaphysics person are you oh that's a oh, whole yes. other show I yes, it is. <laughs> My yeah, wife hope. actually was taught me a little bit with Reiki and all that. And uh -huh. So, yeah, metaphysics is big. And okay, I love energy that. follows thought. Energy that. follows thought and all sorts mm -hmm. of. And then there's, like, there's religion. Then you can get into religion and your beliefs and spirituality. Yeah. I know that I have a great open mind for spirituality, and so uh, I don't judge others that have different views. Uh, we're all different people. So being, you know, having that respect for other people's opinions and views and how they do things and just do your best to keep things business. And yeah. Know. And people are going to mm -hmm. like you or they're not. And I've always, I, I'm yeah. people either love me or they hate me. There's normally not an in-between. <laughs> yeah. And I've learned that even with my writing, with my personality, it's either love me or hate me. Tough luck. You know, yeah. if you don't like me, I'm sorry that I'm not meant for you. Well, so, and have you ever heard of T.D. Jakes? And you don't even have to be a Christian per se, but like T.D. Jakes has this awesome ser uh, sermon about people when they walk away or you need to learn when to walk away yourself. But like when people walk away from you, let them go. They mm -hmm. are not tied to mm -hmm. your destiny. I mean, that's I just, that'll be, <laughs> the you know, song, the gambler yeah. came into my head. Yes. No way to hold him. No way to hold him. No way to walk away and run. <laughs> when to flee, get the heck out of Dodge. Mm -hmm. And you don't count your money when you're sitting at the table. Well, yep. what that means is not literally like, you know, you do your business and you go home and then you count your money. You don't like right. sit there and go, how much money are we making? Like, you know, it's just not, it's not the way to do it. Definitely. So yeah, the gambler. Listen to the gambler by Kenny Rogers. Advice. It's good song. 
Yeah. Uh, anyway, was, we we that was one of ours on our set list. Was that song? The High nice. Rollers band at the casino. You have been a treat to hey, talk to. You've you been do. wonderful. Thank you for coming on our show. We will definitely have to have you on again. Okay. <laughs> then we when does your in another hour and a half? <laughs> when does your website launch? It's up now, but it's just in the in the very beginning construction stages. So you can go to stephanienadalny.com and there's going to be some just basic, just a photo and a bio. Okay. And then there's going to be like updates with where I'm going to be next. And then from there, we have a lot of content that needs to be sorted and then yeah, sent to the web right. designer. And then that will have different like Vince fans. And then we're going to have my music. Then we're going to have videos, you know links awesome. to wikipedia imdb all that stuff is coming it's just so just stephanienadalny.com that's it just my name.com okay. awesome. there was a time and i'm like i don't think you're gonna be able to spell it or say it and i'm gonna have to have my own band and people are like will you stephanienadalny i'm like no nobody can say that nobody and i'm like no okay stephanienadalny.com it's 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 there it's I'm, that's cool well you've I been a real it. treat to talk to thank you for coming on yes thank you for coming on and thank you. nice to meet you amy <laughs> and greg yeah. Trevor. Oh, Greg, what's next? Uh, let's see. Next, we'll have our show on the 11 a.m. on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. And then we have, this is what, September? Yep. Then we have 501st Legion. Ah, they're awesome. Can't wait for them. Awesome. They're going to be fun to talk to. They do a lot of charity work. Mm -hmm. So that will be fun. Cool. And what day is that? Is that Thursday at 6? That is Thursday, seven days from now. So next Thursday at, at 6 p.m. Awesome. Okay. So. Well, everyone, it was glad having you on, and we will talk to y'all later. Bye. Adios. Thank you guys so much. <laughs>